goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome, my friends, to the Wednesday edition, the midweek edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour here on WABC. If you would like to be with us this afternoon, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. This afternoon, the House of Representatives is set to vote on formalizing the Republican-led impeachment inquiry into President Biden, a move that CBS News says could give them more legal firepower to investigate his family's business dealings. And after the pathetic performance today by Hunter Biden, who shows up to do a press conference and play victim to MAGA on the day that he's supposed to be deposed by Congress legally through the form of a subpoena that was issued to him, which he ignored. This vote is even more urgent and we should, by the end of the day, hopefully, in fact, some say that uh, uh, some Republicans who were on the fence about a formal inquiry have changed their mind because of that performance and because President Biden and his <clears throat> camp have not been providing any information that the House is, is looking for. As for Hunter Biden openly defying a subpoena, okay. It is time, and the Republicans have already indicated this. They have said they are going to pursue contempt charges, contempt of Congress charges. Now, normally... My reaction to that would be, so what? Contempt of Congress. In fact, many people have contempt of Congress. Contempt for Congress. But after the way that Steve Bannon was treated and others, you, you will remember that the House tried to bring contempt of Congress charges to former Attorney General Eric Holder. Nothing ever came of it. But now, since the Democrats have used the judicial system to attack Steve Bannon and others on the grounds that he showed contempt for Congress by not showing up for a subpoena, fair game. The Republicans should do everything in their power, everything, to make sure that this is a charge that is added to the charges against Hunter Biden. Two House Republican chairmen have said that they are going to initiate contempt proceedings against Hunter Biden. He showed up, gave a press conference at the Capitol lawn in front of the Senate, 
He reiterated his offer to appear before the committee only if he can do so in a public setting. So he thinks he has the right, the unmitigated right to set the terms of his subpoena. Hunter Biden today defied lawful subpoenas, and we will now initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. We will not provide special treatment because his last name is Biden. House Oversight Chair James Comer and House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan said in a joint statement. Today, the House will vote on an impeachment inquiry resolution to strengthen our legal case in the courts as we face obstruction from the White House and witnesses. Today's obstruction by Hunter Biden reinforces the need for a formal vote. And Hunter, for his part, arrogant. For six years, I've been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Here I am, Mr. Chairman, taking you up on your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whatever they choose. I'm here to testify at a public hearing today. Blah, blah, blah. And he also talked about how the Republicans, the MAGA machine, has victimized him, has picked on him because of his addiction, has tried to turn his father's love into darkness. I'm the victim. If ever there were someone who should not play the victim card, it's Hunter Biden. I think a very crafty videographer could have so much fun with his speech. All they have to do is interpose his whining, sniveling, I'm the victim speech with pictures of him boinking the prostitutes, which he had taken with pictures of him in the bathtub, cigarette dangling from his mouth, looking spaced out. All they have to do is go grab the headlines of of this guy boinking his, well, not whether they're pictures of that, but stories about it anyway, Boinking the ex-sister-in-law. Ignoring the child out of... It, it goes on. The list goes on with Hunter Biden. Wrong guy to play the victim card. I'm the victim. I'm the victim. I'm Trump's victim. Everything they do circles back to one guy, Donald Trump. And MAGA. Which they say with disdain. And that is... Pretty amazing when you think about it. Make America great again. That slogan is now held in contempt from the left as if it is poison. The idea of making America great, of restoring American greatness, is poisonous. Poisonous to the left. Hunter Biden also repeated in public, that he is not fine, his dad was not financially involved in his business as well. Given what we know from bank records already, that should either be easy to prove or to misprove. Trying to throw shade on dad. So Republicans have the gauntlet thrown down. It is time for them to be relentless. And by the way, they should also be demanding. They should also be demanding that Hunter Biden 
be charged as acting as a foreign, illegally, unlawfully acting as an agent for foreign nations, because that is, in essence, what he was doing if the alleged circumstances indeed can be proven to have taken place. Accepting money from these foreign governments acting in their behalf. He was not a registered lobbyist. That should be added to the charges. And if there is any way to prove that there was a corrupt deal made by this so-called prosecutor to allow the statute of limitations to run out on Burmisa, uh, on, on the business with Burisma, that should be added to the list as well. And there needs to be a Republican investigation into that. How does the prosecutor normally just sit, twiddle his thumbs, and let something like that slide when there's tax evasion involved and, again, acting in the capacity of a foreign lobbyist? So there's plenty to go after Hunter Biden with, and Republicans should, every single card, every single charge should be explored and Pay and, and, and paid attention to, and there should be a list of new charges. Not to mention human trafficking, perhaps. Where's the investigation to make sure all these girls that Hunter was involved with were legal age? Where's that investigation? You know, the FBI can track down people based on horrible images that they had on Facebook when it comes to January 6th. Why can't they track down these women that Hunter Biden was doing the tax evasion, spending those tax-evaded dollars with? They can track them down. Some of them were paid to come in and out of different locations, crossing state borders. Where's that investigation? There should be a full, unrelenting effort to uncover every single piece of incriminating evidence against Hunter Biden and hold him to account for it. Never mind the whining, never mind the sniveling and the victim card that he's trying to play. There's other news. There's a lot of Donald Trump legal news, Supreme Court, Weighing in, we'll get to that. There's a TIPP editorial board story today. You can find it at the Daily BS that Biden inflation is holding steady at 16.7% with no zero relief in sight. If you are in doubt, I urge you to do one thing. Go shopping. Go grocery shopping. And pay attention to what is being asked for, in many cases, smaller packaging and a small, smaller volume of food. Or whatever items you shop for. Go shopping. And remember what you paid for certain items two years ago and see what you're paying for them now. All you have to do is go to the grocery store. And never mind, you don't have to trust me. You don't have to trust anybody at the the TIPP. 
Insights Editorial Board, although you should, they do great work. You don't have to trust anyone to tell you. You can tell yourself simply by going to the store, looking at what you paid for for the things that you needed then and the things that you need now and the difference in price. Also, according to the Labor Department, average hourly earnings for all employees dropped 3.1% in November. Wages down since Joe Biden took office. TIPP says, in short, the prices have increased by 16.7% under Biden's watch, while real wages have declined by 3.1%, meaning Americans have taken a 3.1% pay cut under Biden's watch. To put it differently, they now need 19.8% more income than they had in January 2021 to maintain their standard of living. You need to make almost 20% more than you were making before Joe Biden came into office in order to keep pace with what the Biden administration, Joe Biden, has done to the American economy. That alone, that one paragraph alone, should be all that's needed to make sure that Joe Biden does not succeed in his quest for a second term. Just on the basis of what he has done to the economy. Then you add to it what's going on with immigration, what's going on to it with these other harebrained schemes that they have, such as making you get rid of your gas stove. The United States today signed on to a U.N. plan to phase out fossil fuels. It's complete lunacy and idiocy. And yet under this Biden administration, here we go, United States of America, signing on to this nonsense. And this nonsense has real-world implications. Implications for you, implications for what it will cost you to purchase appliances in the future, to purchase cars in the future, to live your life with the freedoms that you now have, which have been eroding steadily, especially since the pandemic. He did say pandemic. Yeah, I said it. Plandemic. Oh, yeah. Loving Spoonful. On WABC. I haven't heard this in so long. Do you believe in magic? We've got a lot of music history, too. But the sad thing with this song, Zal Yanabeski of The Loving Spoonful died on this day in 2002. 
from a heart attack. Loving Spoonful on WABC, Bo Sailor's Rush Hour. 800-848-WABC. Coming back. Do not go away. Stay with us. Is on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Nineteen forty, Tony Gomez from the British soul band, The Foundation, was born. And you know what? I didn't realize at the time that they were British. I just thought they were another pop. I had no idea they were Brits. Baby, now that I found you in this one, build me up Buttercup. They were a multi-racial uh, group, the Foundations. First multiracial group to have a number one hit across the pond back in the 60s. Build me up, Buttercup. On WABC Talk Radio 77. Have you heard about the Christmas party that they're having up in Bastin? Or they were supposed to have in Bastin? Yeah. Mm hmm. The mayor up there, Michelle Wu. Michelle Wu. I'm not making fun of her name. Just having fun with the pronunciation, that's all. Michelle Wu. Michelle Wu. Uh, the Boston mayor, Michelle Wu, had planned a Christmas holiday party exclusively for the electeds of color. That's a new word. It's electeds. It's, an e- it's a new Ebonic word. Electeds. Electeds of color. It is spelled E-L-E-C-T-E-D-S, electeds, electeds of color. What happened, the way it became known, is one of her aides accidentally mailed the exclusive invite out to the whole city council chamber. There's some white folks on the chamber. So they were a little bit puzzled, been invited to this thing for the electeds of color. I guess some of them were thinking about, well, maybe I have some color. My tan is not whatever, but I have color too. So maybe some of them didn't think it was a big deal, but somebody figured it out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's just like saying white people not welcome. White people need not apply. And then the lid was blown off. Invitation for the electeds of color holiday party. Sent out by her aide, Denise Dos Santos. Fifteen minutes after Ms. Dos Santos sent out the invitation for the electeds of color party, she sent out an apology. 
I did send that out to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused. Confusion? Ho, ho, ho! Not confusion! There was no apology for the mayor of Baston, who happens to be an Asian lady. And she ain't bad looking either, especially for Democrat. You know, Democrat women typically are, shut up, things you're not supposed to talk about the way certain people look, especially you, fat boy. Be quiet. Okay, I'm sorry. Little self correction there, live. But typically, Democrat women aren't as fine as, you know, Republican women. Now, I'm not saying anything because there are some Republican women who have the looks, but I'm not naming names, but they're kind of batty. There are one or two of them in this current House of Representatives that I wouldn't take home to mama if mama were alive. I'd be like, I don't think so. She may look the part, but when it comes to the IQ department, what 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 did uh what did what did Louisiana Senator say about Kamala Harris? Yeah, when her IQ gets to seventy nine, she should sell. That applies to one or two members of the House too on the Republican side. They have the package, they have the look, and I'm not naming names, so I'm not accusing anybody. But boy, some of the things they come out of their faces with. But usually, Democrat women don't don't look as fine as Republican conservative women. But this woman up in up in uh, uh, Baston, Michelle Walsh, she she's she's not bad. She's she's not bad to the, for the eyes. She's not bad to look at. Anyway, so she sends out this segregated. I mean, can you imagine? Just imagine, folks, for one second. Let's say you're out somewhere in flyover country, like Indianapolis, or like or like somewhere in Indiana. Or somewhere, what's one of those other states out there in flyover country? Come on, help me. Uh, Oklahoma something. Uh, Oklahoma. Or Kansas. Or Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. Or Iowa. Or Iowa. Yeah, one of those. Let's say you're a Republican mayor and you're out, and you're out there in one of the flyover cities. And it became evident that you, a Republican, sent out an email for a whites-only Christmas party, you happen to be white, and you sent out an email, your your director sent out an email said, we are holding a whites-only Christmas party. What do you think the national press would be doing at this moment if it was announced this morning and found out that some mayor, some white mayor of some town in flyover country had sent out an invitation for a whites-only Christmas party? They would be, the national media would be right now preparing the cross on which to crucify, politically speaking, that individual. Yet, Michelle Wu and her staff can send out an invitation for an elected of colors. Elected of colors. What do they call it? Electeds of colors party. No whites need come. No whites need applied. This is only for peoples of colors, electeds of colors. 
And, you know, it's just like treated as a one-off. Ah, isn't that cute? Ah, look what they did up in Bastion. They're having a, a segregated Christmas party. Ah, okay, let's go to other news. <laughs> oh, Diego, this is so perfect. This is a perfect selection, given that story. And this has been always one of my favorite songs. And he is an amazing artist. You know who it is. It's Bruce Hornsby and The Rain. 1986, on this date, Bruce Hornsby and the Range go to number one on the U.S. singles chart with this classic. This song was written by Bruce and his brother, John Hornsby. Under the Biden economy, how can I? In the Biden economy, there are no jobs. Some things will never change. Let's have an electives of color party. Let's discriminate against the white people. It's okay. That's normal for liberals. Just the way it is. You can't go to that Christmas party. It's only for electeds of colors. Yeah, we thought about it. We thought about it before we made the rules. We don't want white people here. We're liberals. We like prejudice. That's just the way it is. WABC, Bosnia's Rush Hour. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 1962, the one, the only, Elvis Presley, number one, his 13th number one, return it to the sender, baby. I was thinking during the break about this electeds only, electeds of color only party for Christmas. It, it to me it just demonstrates how little people, how little regard some people have for actually what Christmas is supposed to represent. Christmas, if there is our high holy days for people of the Christian faith. You would have to say that Christmas and Easter are the two of the highest holy days that there are. And what is the significance of that? To recognize the message that came into the world from Christ and his birth. <clears throat> and that includes treating people the way you want to be treated, 
That includes forgiveness. That includes loving your neighbor as yourself. It doesn't have anything in it about segregating people. It doesn't have anything in it about treating people badly because of the superficial color of skin. That was not what Christ's message to the world was about. Yet here are these Democrats in Boston having a segregated Christmas party, a party to celebrate Christmas, Christ Mass, with the idea that practicing discrimination against a group of people is okay. The whole idea of it is repugnant. And Michelle Wu, not a bad girl to look at. Michelle Wu, I tell you, go look at some pictures of this chick. Check it out. So I'm saying, I mean, you know, I mean, Democrats have some other, Democrats have some women that are not eye candy. I will not call any names. But Michelle Wu, I mean, you know, I mean, hey. Anyway, Michelle Wu should apologize. James, how can you say that when you just got through talking about not judging people by the way they look? You're right. And I keep smacking myself for these human failures that I have to endure. See, that's why we need to be reminded of the goodness in the world. I need to remind myself of that every single day and what the real deal is all about. All right, we are going to get to your phone. If you're on hold, in fact, after this story, yes, the Trump stuff, let me just do this real quick. I'll just read the headlines. You can find the story, okay? Jack Smith's only aim is to rush a trial that prevents Donald Trump from winning in 2024. That is what Donald Trump's lawyers allege. You know that's the case. That story today is at the Daily BS. Another one at the Daily BS. I don't think this works. GOP senator says Jack Smith's political persecution, prosecution of Trump is blowing up in Democrats' face. Trump's attorneys compare Jack Smith to the Grinch. They cite Dr. Zeus. It is, as if, it, it is as if the special counsel growled with his Grinch fingers nervously drumming, I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. But how? Trump's attorneys wrote that they cited Dr. Zeus, how the Grinch stole Christmas, and their response to Jack Smith's latest entries, other Trump legal news, a three-judge panel in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit ruled against Donald Trump today that he cannot assert presidential immunity in a defamation lawsuit brought by E. Jean Carroll. So now Trump is uh, trying to move that up to the Supreme Court, as he should. I don't even know how that passed muster anyway. So all sorts of things happening. The court is also going to take a look at one of the underpinnings of Jack Smith's case. That's the way that the obstruction charge in January 6th has been applied to these J6 people that have been convicted. That is interesting because J6, that obstruction charge, those are two of the things that Jack Smith is looking to nail Donald Trump with. So the Supreme Court may have just ensured by saying they're going to take a look at that, that this case doesn't 
at least in full, get underway in 2024. That's an interesting wrinkle. Now, I said telephones. Here was the one story I was going to do before phones, and then we will go to phones. If this were not so laughable, and they sign of the times, this should be on the number one pathetic list. Comes from Colorado. A pair of thieves argued that they should receive lighter sentences because the items they stole from a Kohl's department store were on sale. (laughs) Yeah, we stole it, but they were on sale, so we should get time off of that. That is their argument. The men's defense attorneys told the jury their clients should face lesser charges because some of the items they stole were discounted. The jury, thankfully, didn't buy it. The pair of Michael Green, Byron Bolden, 37, ultimately convicted of felony theft instead of misdemeanor theft. They were called these thieves, the kitchen aid mixer crew, because they targeted KitchenAid mixers that usually sell. These things sell for about 500 bucks, but they were on sale that day for 350 They also stole brand-name shoes and clothing. They wanted a lesser sentence because the items were on sale. Telephones. Adam in Mineola. Up first, Adam. How are you today? Thank God I'm first. I'm all right, sir. Um, I'm out here in Long Island, Nassau County. Today is Wednesday, and the gas is $2.93. I say Bidenomics is sure working for us, buddy. Been to the grocery store lately? Yes, sir. And are you paying less for everything that you get there? Or have prices? Adam, I know that you're an honest. Adam, I know you're an honest person. When you go to the grocery store, compared to the prices that you were paying when Biden came to office and what you are paying now, do you see a difference? Yes or no? Nothing stays the same, sir. Regardless so the answer the would be so the answer would be yes. Nothing stays the same, sir. Well, the same thing can apply for gas prices. It's down for a moment; it'll be back up. This is Bidenomics. It's not working. And, and 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 I know who you was talking about the Republican lady the the, the psycho is Lauren Barbert she taking credit for something that Biden passed and she voted against now she's trying to get all the credit for it over there in Colorado I Jesus. didn't mention names I'm not going to acknowledge yes or no when I talked about the Republicans that look kind of good but a kind of wacko I'm not mention I'm not saying names looks good too yeah. Well, okay. How about you, guy Hunter? I'm surprised you didn't comment on that. How about that pathetic little speech he made out there? I'm the victim. Poor me. Ooh, ooh, poor me. How about that, Adam? How about Jim Jordan not testifying, defying the subpoena? Uh, so you won't answer that? the question about Hunter. Did you forget about Jim Jordan, sir? I never well, forget I about know. Jim Jordan. What about Hunter? Hunter's in the news today. What about Hunter? Answer the question, Adam. Okay, if I was Hunter, I wouldn't testify only to an open forum, just like he wants, because Jim Jordan didn't do it at all. 
Okay, so you think it's okay for him to actually tell Congress to go, you stick a finger up and tell Congress to go shove it. Okay, that's fine. You're a Democrat. I expect you to actually have that view of the law. Democrats love the lawlessness of it all. Now let's see whether he's prosecuted for it, okay? Jim Jordan did it, sir. I don't want to hear anything about Jim Jordan did this. Them, I want to, we're talking about Hunter Biden and the corruption in the Biden crime family. Allegation, sir. That's not proof. It's just talking. Well, we're going to get to the Trump proof. Trump got 91 felonies, sir. Trump got 91 felonies. That's just allegation, yeah, uh-huh. too, sir. Persecuted by Democrat political flax and operatives. And most objective people realize that, Adam. All the Most witnesses political. are Republicans, sir. All the witnesses the are witness, Republicans. Of course. Who do you expect? They went. Okay, they targeted sir. people that worked for him. What do you expect? You say that like that, that's some revel, revelation. Of course. That means but here's the deal. And, and by the way, all the witnesses are not Republicans. But that's, look, we're, we're talking in the weeds here, Adam. You excuse Hunter Biden, you always will. No matter what the corruption is on the Democrat side, you will ignore it because you have to, because you're a loyal Democrat. See no evil, say no evil, admit no evil when there is evil right in front of your face. You're a loyal Democrat. That's all there is to it. We love you anyway, and we appreciate the fact that you're a loyal Democrat. Still love hearing from you, Adam. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. See you later, bro. All right, let us go quickly to, before we check in with Lou Dobbs, to Dolores in New Jersey. Hello, Dolores. Welcome. You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. Hello. I love listening to your program, and I love hearing your opinion because I agree with it, and it usually is that way. But what I like to talk about is what I've been seeing on TikTok. People may say, yes, you get news that way. How do you know it's true? This is what my point is. Someone come, comes on and they're showing the insurance um, statistics or the payoffs for the years from 21, 22, 23. And they say the insurance companies, it's spiked for the payoffs, meaning that if someone passed away for whatever reason, they have an insurance, life insurance policy, or there's a death involved, they get paid. So on the list, they have, which suddenly appeared within the last couple of years, a category called sudden death. Up until that time, you have cardiovascular disease, you have um, cancer, accidents, drowning, everything's named, everything has a cause. But now moved up to the top is sudden death. That irks me the same way like sudden infant death. Well, and this going to continue. Okay, how did they die? You are not going to get the answer to that. Because if you got the answer to it, it would require so much more digging into why people are suddenly dropping dead. And the other component is suddenly died is affecting mostly young people. Young people, people that the actuarial table say should not be dying in the numbers that they are dying. There is an answer. You know the answer. I know the answer. Until the answer is proven in a court of law, it is going to be called a conspiracy theory. And there is a lot of money behind it, a lot of money behind suddenly died and not getting to the truth 
of suddenly died. Taylor Swift's birthday is today. Oh, no, it's not, is it? Yeah, it's Taylor Swift's birthday today. Yeah, it is. 89. Born in 89. Born in 89. Yeah, still young. Well, anyway, happy birthday, uh, Taylor. And we'll leave that there. Cool. Time to check in with Lou Dobbs, ladies and gentlemen. Coming right back. More of your calls coming up. Don't go away. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Sad news today. Beach Boys musician Jeffrey Foskett passed away. He succumbed to anaplastic thyroid cancer. Young, 67 years old. He also was known performing with the bands led by both Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Beach Boy musician Jeffrey Foskett. Let's head to the telephones. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. And Denise, you are up first. How are you, Denise? Hi, Bo. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted you to know that I love your show, and um, I love the topics. I love that you have a variety of people that call. And, you know, I wanted to tell you, um, I was not sure. I know you love jazz, and my son's father, um, uh, John Coliani recently passed away of brain cancer, and I wasn't sure if you uh, were familiar. Ten weeks, he used to play with Mel Torme, Les Paul. A big, he had a big band, trio, quartet. I know you love jazz, and I, I just do. wanted to uh, mention his and name thank you. in honor. And um, we used to talk. Um, I got him familiar with your show, and I used to say, "I'm going to call him now and get him to play your music." And uh, you know, unfortunately, he got sick and died within 10 weeks. So I just, uh, you know, first and foremost, I wanted to say I love your show. It's amazing. I'm, I'm still laughing at some of the things you talked about today. But, uh, I, you know, I, in John's honor, I wanted to, you know, mention his name to you. Tell everybody you. John's name one more time, please. Coliani, C-O-L-I-A-N-N-I, John Coliani. Thank you, Denise, thank you so very much. Much love to you, and also condolences on the loss. And, you know, one of the good things, though, when musicians like this go to their reward, they're playing with their big bands up in heaven and all the music makers and sending us beautiful music from up above. Oh, true. Thank thank you. you. God bless you, my dear. Thank you. Let us go to Rick in Elmwood Park. Rick, how are you? Good. Thanks, James. Thanks for taking my call. Um, this weekend on Sunday, a little scroller on the news came out and said over 100 world leaders during UN Climate Summit agreed to improve environmental impacts of their farms and food systems. That means less food for us. Yes, and there is a big story about that. They are also demanding that you carnivores eat less meat. And go to a more plant-based diet. Oh, we're going to talk about that on the weekend, for sure. Anyway, my friends, that's the time we have. Thank you, Rick. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your families, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you.
God willing, back tomorrow for the Thursday edition of Boston Early's Rush Hour. Until then, bye.